Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Rokita, right here on the Onstage Plus TV network, ready to bring you some NFL updates. That's right. I was just up here kind of grooving to my little smooth jazz. If you know me, you know I am also a huge jazz fan. And so I always keep my little jazz playing in the background. And of course, we got summertime being played. Summer, summer, summertime. Okay, I can't say I ain't really trying to, but hey, it is the summertime. It is also not really the off season, but while we may not have any games going on right now in the NFL, we have plenty of things going on around the league, and I am excited. I am ready, and I am here to share those updates with you. That's right. If you've been following me, then you know I've been keeping you pretty much up to date with everything that's been going on around the league. If this is your first time joining me, I just want to say thank you for joining me and welcome to the show where you will find me, Rokita, on the Onstage Plus TV network, where you will find them on all your major streaming platforms. That's right, folks. If you've got Hulu, Roku, or Amazon, you will find the Onstage Plus TV network, and there is where you will find me. And of course, when you find me, you know I'll be giving you your NFL updates. And how am I giving them to you? Those of you that know, I'm giving them to you my way. That's right. Over here in Rose Corner, ready to give you your NFL update. So look, uh, again, no games actually be being played right now, but can you believe we are six weeks away just from preseason? That's right. Just from preseason. So August 4th is our first preseason game. It's actually the Hall of Fame game. And that takes place between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, following immediately the next week after that, we go right into preseason, which I believe there's about four weeks of preseason games. And then the season starts, what, September 8th? The season is already starting, but uh, before we get there, let's back up a little bit. I did share with you the schedule is out, so everyone should be well aware of the season and what is happening. So we've already talked about a few things going on. Uh, let's see. We've had OTAs that took place about a month ago. Those actually started uh, back in April, your organized team activities. And primarily when they start, it's for the new players, the rookies. Um, they roll into uh, March or May, should I say. And they're still voluntary. So OTAs, the organized team activities, are voluntary. That's one of the things we're going to talk about. And I mentioned that before is uh, if they're voluntary, which players decide not to show up? Who's opted out on some of these teams for whatever reason to not show up to these OTAs? We've also had mini camps. Mini camps just passed. So uh, we have training camp actually getting ready to start. Now, training camp is mandatory. Okay. So it's mandatory. That means um, two a day practices. That means they're going over team books. All of those things, but we will definitely dive a little bit more into those. I kind of want to go through these OTAs and these players that don't show up. And why would they not show up for organized team activities on their team? That's like not showing up for your job. Actually, no, it's not. It's not. It's just OTAs seem like they're more for your rookies um, that are just coming on. And it's an opportunity for coaches to get to know the players. It's also an opportunity for players to discuss playbooks. Um, and go over and meet other coaches as well. So, you know, when you're talking about people like Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't show up for eight OTAs. 
but does he need to? Uh, Tom Brady, he doesn't show up for OTAs. Now, they're not showing up for OTAs because obviously they're veterans and they know playbooks and they know just about everything for the team that they actually run. But you've got some players that don't show up to these OTAs like, uh, let's see, who didn't? Kyler Murray didn't show up for his OTAs. Uh, you've got a couple other players out there that just Aaron Donald didn't show up for his those are different reasons, though, and we will talk about reasons why players don't show up for OTAs like that. Debo Samuels, he didn't show up for OTAs either, but, you know, that's a whole nother story with poor Debo Samuels and what he's going through over there at the 49ers organizations. Okay, 49ers, I'm going to need y'all to get that together. Okay, the boy has to be traded. I didn't want him to be traded, though. I will be honest with that. Thank you for not trading him. But look, it's Debo Samuels. Give the boy what he wants, make him happy, or pay him his money. One way or the other. 49ers, you my team, you know, I love you, but you need to do something for my boy, Debo Samuel. So look, we've got some other important dates that are coming up on the calendar, um, especially just coming to Juneteenth and Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to, or belated Father's Day to all of you fathers that were out there. I'm actually going to share some of the Father's Day posts that went around around the NFL. Yes, everything I do is pretty much around the NFL because that's what I do is I got to keep you guys updated because that's what I love to do is talk football. So uh, just coming off the Juneteenth celebration, uh, for those of you that are not aware, Juneteenth, it was celebrated on June 19th. 1865. What it was was the Emancipation Proclamation. And actually, it was kind of sad because uh, this is when the slaves in Texas had just realized that slavery had ended just a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, really unfortunate situation, but it happened. Um, they were freed. You had hundreds of slaves that just were not aware about it. So we just celebrated Juneteenth. They had programs all over the country. They had um, a big event that CNN did. Debbie Allen produced that was on television over the weekend. That was a great event as well. But, you know, when you look at what it meant, taking a stance, um, you know, for our people with uh, freedom for all. And uh, we will talk about a player that made a big move for freedom for all and who made a statement in the league that, um, you know, wanted to bring attention to African-American males and, and black people dying at the hands of police officers. So, you know who I'm talking about. We're going to talk a little bit about Colin Kaepernick, see what he has going on, because there's been a little bit of talk about whether or not he's coming back into the NFL and who has decided to pick him up. So look, we got some things to cover and I know I just shared most of it with you, but we actually have some other things to cover. So come on over, stay here with me and join me now in Rose Corner. This show is sponsored by the Sean Rayford Experience. Sean Rayford has had an ongoing love affair with the sax, and the way his musical talent has impacted so many people over the years of live performing, there is no doubt that the title of his full-length, highly anticipated album would be known as Man With A Horn. And the spark that created Man With A Horn, as well as many of its unique tracks, was a text message that Sean received from Derek D.O.A. Allen, a renowned bassist and producer amongst pop, R&B, and contemporary jazz artists such as Prince 
Janet Jackson, Brian Colbertson, Toby Mack, and Lionel Richie, just to name a few. So whether he is the main attraction or he's opening up for performers such as singers, rappers, comedians, or even spoken word artists, Sean Rayford's presence is the centerpiece of any presentation, highlighting his artistry, his enthusiasm and showmanship, as well as his ability to be able to perform and express himself within a multitude of genres. You can get the Man with the Horn album on any streaming major platforms. For booking or interviews, please reach out to Sean at SeanRayfordSacks at gmail.com. Or you can visit the website at www.SeanRayfordSacks.com. That's SeanRayfordSacks.com. Once again, I just want to say thank you for those of you that are just now joining me and you've shown up uh, and you found Rose Corner somehow, whether you were on the Onstage Plus TV network or you just see me floating around social media somewhere. Um, so off season, not necessarily off season. Okay. We've talked about OTAs, mini camps. Right now, the players are actually on a break. There isn't too much going on right now. Training camps are getting ready to start in July. So they've wrapped up for the week. Uh, but, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about what goes on around this time. I would say um, the next big date is in July. And that is when players will be or teams are going to have to finalize contract extensions. That's right. July 15th is when contract extensions need to be finalized. So all those players that are in the middle of some contract deliberation or um, you know something that's going on and they're trying to finalize that, negotiating, then teams have till July 15th. If okay, negotiations or whatever are not worked out, players and teams have to wait till the end of the season to be able to negotiate contract extensions. Uh, again. So that's coming up in July. Um, speaking of Father's Day back in June, we also had the uh, matchup. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see that, the golf matchup where you had Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady going up against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So it was a golf match. And this is like the sixth year of it. They, they have it all the time. Of course, it's a charity event because that's what these players do. They do charity events. And if you caught me talking right after the season ended, uh, we talked about some of the things these players do in their off time. And charity events is one of the many players across all sports, whether it be football or basketball, have truly taken up golf. And golf has become very, very popular um, as well as with the youth. Uh, my son actually plays a little golf himself, a uh, big fan. He's actually a basketball fan, Warriors fan, but he loves golf. And I watched the matchup, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, of course, win. I believe they won this match a couple of times. It was an awesome matchup, something fun and nice to see in between the NFL offseason break. And that's what we've seen. We've seen uh, the matchup. So that happened. That kind of took place right after OTAs. Again, we're talking about a couple of people that don't show up for these organized team events, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. But hey, again, they're leading the team. So I, I think it's okay that they miss those um, OTAs. Uh, let's see. So deadlines, contract negotiations coming up. 
Um, I actually hope that uh, those work out uh, for some of these players that are stuck in limbo. Uh, I had reported that Kyler Murray had actually worked out his extension contract, which he has, uh, but it also seems like there's a little delay in the contract. So not sure what's going on with that. However, okay, there is a player who did not get his contract delayed and got his extension, <laughs> a very nice extension, but also a well-deserved extension. So look, um, this player is on a team that I have to say, when this team took in the model, hey, we're going to pay those and take care of those that have taken care of us and led us to a championship. That's right. The LA Rams. Okay. We're going to take care of our players. And so who did they take care of? Of course, they took care of a couple players on their team. They took care of Matthew Stafford, got a four-year, $160 million extension. Um, there you have it. Okay. Rams taking care of their players. Why not? They just won the championship. They want to hold on to who brought them the championship. So why not pay these players who need to be played? Uh, another one, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald opted not to show up to OTAs because guess what? He was in the middle of a contract negotiation as well. So he got his extension. He is now being paid. He is now the highest non-quarterback being paid in the league right now. Congratulations, Aaron Donald. Okay. We're talking about 65 million over two seasons. Okay. By the end of season two, he can be making $95 million. That is an awfully nice contract, but one that was definitely well-deserved. Aaron Donald. Um, Aaron Donald had no problem signing that contract, but of course he is a seven-time um, all-pro player, eight-time pro bowler. So why would you not pay this man? <laughs> Good job to him. Who else on the Rams got an extension on their contract? Cooper Cup. Of course, Cooper Cup. He agreed to an $80 million three-year extension on his contract as well. So you know, congratulations to the players and the LA Rams won for winning the championship game, but for setting an example and showing how you definitely take care of the people that have taken care of you. And that's what the Los Angeles Rams did. Okay. But that didn't happen for everybody. Okay. Some teams it doesn't work out like that. Uh, example, Debo Samuels. You know, you've got him right here now stuck with the 49ers. I just mentioned he wanted to be traded because they were not trying to negotiate his contract. So it's unfortunate when you see some of these players that work so hard and have done so much for the team not be able to get what it is that they desire. Like I said, pay the man. Okay. Pay Debo his money. So that's unfortunate. Debo Samuels, I truly, truly hope everything works out for him because the 49ers need him. Okay. But as it stands, he's on the roster for the 49ers. Okay. The red and the gold. He is there. He showed up to minicamp. He showed up to minicamp. Did show up for the OTAs, but again, that was expected. So he showed up for minicamp. Uh, training camp start. He is due to be shown up for training camp. So he will be on the roster officially still a 49er player until otherwise. Again, July 15th is that deadline for these teams to be able to um, negotiate and, and end the negotiations on these contract extensions. But as I said, as of now, Debo Samuels will be in a red and gold, a white red and gold jersey playing for the San Francisco 49ers.
That's right. Go Niners. That's right. Um, I'm sure you see it. You're aware of it. San Francisco 49ers. I am a Bay Area girl. I am a fan of the San Francisco 49ers. So come on, Niners. Pay this man. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Speaking of the 49ers, this is something we do need to clear up. Okay. Speaking of the 49ers and red and gold, there have been talks about a former quarterback from the 49ers and whether or not he was going to be coming back into the league. That's right. I talked about him earlier um, coming off the celebration of Juneteenth, and that is Colin Kaepernick. You know, uh, five years ago, Colin Kaepernick made a statement um, by kneeling at the games to protest against police brutality against African-Americans. And since then, he has not played in the league, but there have been so many rumors about him actually joining an organization that says we will welcome Colin Kaepernick. And that would be the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. So believe it or not, um, apparently the Las Vegas Raiders um, gave him a tryout. Now, you know, in all due fairness, he's had a few tryouts, right? Uh, he's had a few tryouts with a few different teams and nothing has come for it. But Derek Carr, quarterback, says, hey, look, I think Cap would be a great fit here. I think he'd get along great with our guys. And I'm all down for him joining our organization. But hold on to your seat, folks. OK, because as of now, Kaepernick has not signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. He has not joined their team. So, um, yeah, we, we can kind of put that to the side, but I get why everybody's talking and that's what it is. It's a lot of talk. I seriously hope things really work out for Kaepernick. I realize it's been a long time since he's been on a team, been on the field, but you see him all the time. He's working out. He's trying out with these teams. He's doing the things that he needs to do to stay relevant in football, all while still being able to be who he is. And I think the stance that he took speaks much more volumes than him as a player in the NFL. So um, again, good luck. Uh, best of luck to Colin Kaepernick and what he may be having going on. All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, lots of new players join in the league this season. I think that's why I'm so excited as we watch the draft happen at the end of April. Uh, we've got tons of new players. As you can tell, uh, most of these teams picked up. This was the year um, that they ever picked up as many D linemen as they have um, versus previous drafts when usually your top picks are quarterbacks. Uh, I think a lot of these teams are happy with their quarterbacks who they have currently. Uh, although we will see a lot of new quarterbacks as well, a few of them, uh, but just lots of new players coming into the NFL. We've got, um, let's see, new coaches. Remember, uh, we've got lots of new coaches. By the end of last season, we had about 19 vacancies for head coaching positions. So they've been filled, actually, except for a few teams have not been filled, but we are going to see uh, lots of movements in organizations with coaches going to other teams. You've got pre coaches already on a team that are either defensive or offensive coaches now moving up into head coaching positions. So lots of different faces we're going to see on the field. So that's taking place as well. Uh, let's see. And then training camps coming up all 32 teams. Okay have been um, assigned their scheduled dates for not just the mini camps, but their training camps as well. And most of the organizations will be starting their training camps in July. And of course, training camps are a little bit different now. Okay. So here's where 
on the field begins. And a lot of the mini camps are doing on the field activities as well. But they're supposed to be limited and what they do in these mini camps. And it's very interesting to me how some of these teams don't seem like they're quite following the rules of these mini camps or uh, things have happened during these mini camps where there have been uh, excessive contact or things that are not supposed to be happening in OTAs and mini camps until training camp time. Yeah. So you'd be surprised. I was a little surprised by that as we are wrapping up these mini camps. Um, a couple of teams. Okay. It's hard to believe, but it's not. Okay. We're talking about training camps. Training camp is when you officially are going to start more of your physical contact. And with all the safety things going around the NFL the last few years, especially some of the changes that just took place this year, you would think teams would be a little more um, cautious about what they're doing and aware of these players and what's going on on the field. But a couple of teams um, that were not, and whether they were doing this to kind of get the upper edge on the physical part of football and get ready for preseason, or it was an accident, you know, we don't know. I will say, though, the Washington Commanders head coach, Ron Rivera, um, was fined $100,000. He also was stripped of two days of OTAs for next season, 2023. Why? Because of the physical contact that was made between a couple players in one of the mini camps. I just cannot believe that. You know, coverage passes, you know, drills when you're doing things like that. The drills we're talking about. Um, apparently, he says a couple players collided on more than one occasion. Uh, he was not aware of it at the time. It was other coaches that were around and that were present. Nonetheless, they're not supposed to be happening, okay? The contact on the field when you have no pads and you're limited like that is an absolute no-no. So he was fined $100,000 and misses two OTA practices next season. Come on. Got to do a little bit better than that. But he is not the only one. That's kind of the strange thing about that is he's not the only one. Apparently, the Dallas Cowboys um, have a little history, a history of being fined or getting in trouble for the physical contact in those mini camps. And that just kind of blows my mind a little bit. I mean, it doesn't because I can see what teams are doing and they're trying to get the advantage. They are trying to get a little more physical before training camps actually start to kind of get some of these guys, um, you know, used to running these plays and the physicality of football. However, when the organization says no contact, there's no contact, but some of these coaches don't listen. So uh, Dallas, head boy, um, Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy was fined as well, and he will be missing a couple of OTA days next season as well. Uh, other teams, Chicago Bears, they were docked um, for a practice that also violated the no contact rules. So you've got these teams out here that know the rules um, and are breaking the rules. Whether they say they know what's going on, whether they do it on purpose or not, rules are being broken. And when rules are broken, <laughs> there are fines to pay. And they have been fined. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully that goes away and these teams start to understand the seriousness of the safety of these players. Because if you're doing all this contact in just um, many camps, 
then what's going to happen in training camp? Because as you could tell last season in preseason and early season, there were injuries all around the league. I mean, every time you turned around, these teams were suffering from injuries. The 49ers had multiple injuries. The Dallas Cowboys had multiple injuries. So teams definitely have to be more careful. The league is constantly trying to make changes for the safety of our players. And one of those changes um, has to actually do with uh, the helmets that these players wear in these mini camps and these training camp camps, which is called the guardian cap. And the guardian cap is um, actually a little more secure over the helmet to help protect with the contact, with the head-to-head -head contact. Obviously, concussions in the leagues with contacts, head-to-head -head contacts have been an issue for many, many years. And so it is the league's responsibility to try to provide safety measures. So a lot of these things are not happening around the league. So uh, again, we've got some history being made there with those guardian caps. It's something kind of new. Players are required to, your linemen are required to wear them, your O linemen, your D linemen. So, um, you know, big ups to the NFL for always trying to make ways, always trying to find a way to make things safer. But it's also up to these teams, okay, teams to make sure those rules are being adhered to. This show is sponsored by the Sean Rayford Experience. Sean Rayford has had an ongoing love affair with the sax. And the way his musical talent has impacted so many people over the years of live performing, there is no doubt that the title of his full-length, highly anticipated album would be known as Man With A Horn. And the spark that created Man With A Horn, as well as many of its unique tracks, was a text message that Sean received from Derek D.O.A. Allen, a renowned bassist and producer amongst pop, R&B and contemporary jazz artists such as Prince, Janet Jackson, Brian Culbertson, Toby Mack, and Lionel Richie, just to name a few. So whether he is the main attraction or he's opening up for performers such as singers, rappers, comedians, or even spoken word artists, Sean Rayford's presence is the centerpiece of any presentation, highlighting his artistry, his enthusiasm and showmanship, as well as his ability to be able to perform and express himself within a multitude of genres. You can get the Man with the Horn album on any streaming major platforms. For booking or interviews, please reach out to Sean at SeanRaifordSacks at gmail.com. Or you can visit the website at www dot sean rayford sax.com that's sean rayford sax.com right okay all right so let's see what else is next oh interesting story uh as we talk about um OTAs, mini camps, training camps, and drills, and activities, and, and speed, and all those things that are going on right now. What I found to be also interesting, tying into this, was the story of Devin Allen. 
Okay. I don't know if many of you are aware of him, but look, I'm going to tell you, I'm a big track and field fan and USA track is going on right now. So I've been watching track and field for probably the last couple of weeks. Devin Allen. Okay. Just got picked up with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a wide receiver. This man holds three championships in the 110 hurdles. Oh my God. Can you believe that? Yes. So we have a track star that has now been signed to the Philadelphia Eagles. And guess what? Alan says, um, I realize training camp's coming up in July, but I won't be stopping this track thing because look, the world championships of track and field take place in July. He holds the second fastest title in the 110 hurdles. That's right. I didn't realize that either. Uh, his name is Devin Allen. Look him up. He's on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he just competed in the Diamond League in Paris, France. Took first place with a time of 13.6. I told you this man holds the second fastest title and the 110 hurdles. Who knew? But hey, speed, football, running, they all kind of go hand in hand. And if you notice, these players are jumping over players these days. So <laughs> I actually think this hurdles, <laughs> um, hurdles run is going to benefit him in these games. So when we see him hurdling people, we're going to say, hey, I told you about that dude. I heard it on Rose Corner. That's the Devin Allen guy. He ran the hurdles in track and field. And look, now he's hurdling over players. So <laughs> That's great. Uh, congratulations to Devin Allen for those titles that he holds. And I wish him well. I wish him nothing but the best with track and field. And of course, with his new position on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, let's see what happens at training camp. So more contact. Uh, of course, they're somewhat padded up as well. Training camps. Uh, this is where you get into your two a day practices. Okay. Uh, I remember those in high school and football players had to go in the morning and then come back again. So, you know, things are starting to get heated. We are getting closer and closer to this season. So uh, training camps, two a day practices, you've got scrimmages, you've got more man on man coverage. Those are the things that I'm looking forward to. Why? Because it's getting us closer to football. That's right. Preseason, as I mentioned, preseason starts in August, August 4th. Uh, regular season game starts September 8th. Again, the schedule is out. I did go over the schedule with you. The schedule came out in May, uh, May 14th, I think to be exact, or May 12th, somewhere around there. The full NFL schedule came out. All 32 teams um, are on there. The schedule has been released. So tickets are being sold all over the world right now. And speaking of the world, they also had some international games that were on that schedule as well. So if you missed that, you can always go back and check me out on the Onstage Plus TV network where I discussed the schedule with you and those five international games that will be televised and be played this year in the NFL. Look, Twitter be lit. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're, I'm not a Twitter, a tweeter. I don't tweet, but I follow people. I watch their stories. I do tweet. And again, it seems like everything I watch is NFL. My family, my sisters, everyone's like, Really? You got Sports Center on? Really? You're following the football players? Yes! Because that's what I do. And that's what I love is football. And so I'm here to bring you that. So, yes, I was following a couple teams, organizations, and players on Twitter on the day of Father's Day. And I thought it was just great to see uh, players like Aaron Donald and, you know, the Los Angeles Rams shouting out all of their fathers on the team. Um, you had um, 
TJ Watts posted a great picture with his brother and his father on there. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Aaron Donald. Again, I did mention the Los Angeles Rams did that. Uh, the New Orleans Saints organization, um, you know, they put out a bunch of their players as well, showing some of their players with their children on the field, which I thought was super, super cute. So, um, you know, I just thought it was nice. Jimmy Johnson was on there with his family, wishing everybody a happy Father's Day. So, you know, look. That's what's happening right now. Social media is like the thing again, but I don't tweet. Um, maybe later I'll get into that. When I actually get on the football field and get down there on some of these games, I'll be tweeting. Hey, it's your girl. Ro, I'm here on the field at the game. So you, you never know. <laughs> My social media game, uh, I do need to step it up. I will say social media is hard though. Like I don't know about you guys, but I find it a little hard, somewhat overwhelming, and it could be stressful. You know, it started out trying to be fun, but it's almost like if you're not on social media doing something, then what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that's not true, but there's a whole social media world. We are very aware of it because look, you and I, we're right here, right? So um, maybe one day I'll pick up tweeting and actually be out there tweeting for you guys. You'll have to follow me though. So when that happens, I will definitely let you know, right? Just like I'm letting you know everything else that is happening around the organization. Again, that's pretty much the calendar right now. The biggest date on the calendar right now is July 15th, which is the uh, deadline for these contact uh, contract extensions. And again, I seriously hope, I'm sure there's numerous players around the league that are going through this or have gone through this. And I really hope these contracts work out. I hope these players that deserve to be paid get paid the way that they should, the way that the Rams took care of their team. Look, they said, we're going to take care of our family. We're going to take care of those that help us. And that's what this is about. And this organization, some of these teams need to realize you've got some pretty dynamic players um, that could be doing better things for better teams. Either let them go or pay them their money. That's right. And you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So, well, uh, that's about it. As far as updates, oh, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. And uh, no, I do not cover basketball, but again, I have a son that loves basketball. He is a big Steph Curry fan. I also, uh, being from the Northern California area, I am a Bay Area girl and I love the Golden State Warriors as well. There, I said it. So, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors for their championship win. This makes them four time champions now, giving Steph Curry four rings. What an amazing series that was. Um, playoffs all the way up. All the teams came down to Boston and the Warriors. And I think that was a great game. Great series. Congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Okay. okay. So look, uh, you guys have an awesome week. I know I'm going to have an awesome week. I know I'm going to be keeping up with what's going on around the league in the NFL so I can make sure I'm bringing you your NFL updates. And of course, you know you're how you're going to get them, right? You're going to get them my way. That's right. In Rose Corner, you get your NFL updates the way she gives them to you my way. And hopefully you enjoy them that way. All right, folks, that's my time. Again, you can catch me here on the Onstage Plus TV network. Uh, oh, before I go, 
I got to say thank you to one of the sponsors. That's right. The Sean Rayford Band, SRE Band. Uh, I want to say thank you for their sponsorship. You can find Sean Rayford and Friends on Spotify, Pandora. You can also go to uh, the SeanRayfordExperience.com where you will find his website and a host of other things as well. So uh, thank you to my sponsors. Thank you to those that have been sticking with me and watching the show. I will see you next time. Have a fabulous week, people. Love you.